Welcome to the Primal Canadians podcast, where you can learn how to solve sophisticated problems with primal wisdom. And now your hosts, the Primal Canadians. Hey, hey, Primal Canadians listeners, we're back in the studio today here with my buddy TK, and today's episode is going to rock. What are we talking about? We're talking about rocks. Oh, perfect. One of my favorite topics. No, I shouldn't say that. It's definitely not one of my favorite topics, but it's super important and it's super cool. And rocks are way more than just the pebbles laying on the ground that you don't even notice. Yeah. It's uh, for me, it's one of my favorite um, things that I have in my life. Definitely not a favorite topic as uh, it's not something I usually talk about a lot, but uh, rocks have a huge part of who I am and who we are as humans. They're so primal, they're so ancient. They've always been a part of uh, how we live and who we are and uh, how we interact with the world around us and the planet. Uh, it's a big part of where we get our energy from, what, what we are naturally drawn to. And there's a huge connection that uh, human beings have with rocks. So um, I wanna sp- we want to speak a little bit today about that. Yeah, I think it's super important. I mean, um, some of the more esoteric crowd in the out there have a better understanding about rocks. You'll often see people wearing crystals on necklaces and yep. things like that. And I mean, crystals are just rocks. Yep. Rocks are just crystals in a different form. Yeah. You know, rocks have crystal structures inside them. And, mm-hmm. and there, there's a reason that they're so energetically charged and that the people who are into energy and things like that tend to gravitate to them. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot throughout my life as a landscaper, I've ha- I've been exposed to a lot of rocks. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stone masonry and things like that. And it's always really fascinated me. But I never really understood why stone work was so fascinating to mm-hmm. me until recently when I've started to think more outside of the box and started to investigate primal living a little more. Yeah. That I never really made the connection of why I felt so... Um, this is why it felt so cool to be interacting with rocks and mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be to be working with these parts of the earth that yeah. have been here for millions and millions of years. And then somebody came along with some dynamite and blasted them out of the side of a mountain and I get to be the one to touch it yeah. and to manipulate it and to build it into something. And it was just really fascinating. But I think there's a lot of real primal connection there and a lot of reasons why rocks are so important to people, even if they don't know why. Yeah, totally. I, and I, I, I use it. I, I use rocks, um, you know, consciously or purposefully in a lot of different areas. I wear, I have a few different types of rocks that I wear on my fingers or around my, uh, around my neck. I use rocks for grounding. I have rocks around my house, my car, my my bedroom everywhere i have rocks from different places that i visited that have different types of frequency different types of charge with them that i have with me all the time it helps me for grounding it helps me uh, gain energy it helps me move on energy i use them in a lot of different ways so um i want to talk about some of the ways that i use them yeah i mean rocks are just really cool my a lot of my garden is decorated with rocks and they just have this interesting pull to them like there's just something about rocks i mean we were talking a little bit before we got on air here try going for a walk down a pebbly beach or a riverbank that's full of rocks and and try not picking one up and throwing it into the water yeah you almost can't do it 
Yeah. There's just this urge, this connection to touch the rock, mm-hmm. to feel it, to throw it, or to skip it across the surface of the yeah. water. Or, to watch it or study it or yeah. sit on it. There's a natural yeah. attraction. Or, or to stack them even. Yeah. You know, like if you if you spend any time in the mountains climbing, there mm-hmm. you won't find a mountain without a pile of rocks somewhere. Yeah. An, an unnatural pile of rocks that was yeah. put there by people. Because they just they want to stack the rocks. They yeah. want to interact with the rocks. And most people have no idea why. But mm-hmm. I think it's because I mean they're part of the earth and we yep. they've evolved well, they haven't evolved, <laughs> but we've evolved along yeah. with them. Yeah. And uh, they've had a big impact on our life for a long time yeah they they have they have this this i think we have this primal connection with them and also they have a charge that that's aligned with uh with how we function or with how the planet functions i suppose and we are i guess a part of the planet so yeah you know i just just as you were saying that a thought popped into my mind part of that deep connection probably goes back to our ancestors using rocks as tools yep i never I only made the connection just now, but I bet you part of that drive to be around rocks and Mm -hmm. to touch them and manipulate them and stuff is probably because on some level, a rock meant safety. Yeah. No, a rock was something you could... A rock meant food. Meant food, yeah. Yeah. It's something you could use to kill another animal. It was something you could use to defend yourself Mm -hmm. against an animal or an attacking tribe or Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Mark, mark a trail mark a trail create a landmark yeah yeah you contain your fire yeah uh, like there's all kinds of things you can do with rocks and for mm-hmm. our ancestors that was a very major thing so it's probably still in our dna to enjoy rocks yeah yeah it's one of those things it's it's like the sun like like uh, it's one of the elements i suppose um that we interact with it we uh, it does something for for our well-being for our center of gravity for our balance for our um just to to help to help us keep moving forward or, or stay being in this world be present in this world even yeah exactly they have a really just a really cool importance yeah um but yeah you know i i don't yet use rocks all that much in my life with much um uh, what's the word? Pur- awareness or awareness? Okay. Um, but after this conversation, I have a feeling I'm going to start more. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm curious to know how, what role do rocks play mm-hmm. in your life? Well, it, it's growing for me as well. I, I just recently, I, I've had these experiences, um, like where I found like I'm. They help me focus. They help me ground myself. As I've said, as you probably know, like rocks are probably one of the most grounding things. But I've noticed before um, when I felt like um, uneasy or or ground or one just simply wanted to meditate, I found myself gravitating towards rocks. Like even looking at a mountain in the distance can really like uh, ground me or or bring my cent- bring my center of balance back to neutral or make me feel better, or even just sitting on a rock or or collecting rocks, you know, collecting certain shapes, colors, or sizes. So, and you know, you do it as a kid, and it's just one of those things that kids do, like asking questions. <laughs> but but eventually, I started like looking into more, and I realized the connection, and that it came up more for me, and what it really did for me. And now I I then I started learning a little bit. Not that I know that much yet, but I'm realizing that different types of rocks can help you with different areas, like 
say opening up certain energy channels or grounding you in different ways or helping you with certain emotions or whatever down the line i'm not really that familiar with that kind of stuff yet but i do know that even the rocks that i do have around me like that i uh carry on that i hang on me or sometimes I even just keep rocks in my pocket i still want to like i put them in water sometimes my preferred way of doing we live right beside the bow river is going down to the river and putting them in there and let um and let it move on some of the energy because some of the energy that rocks have they'll it'll uh sometimes it'll become stuck as well so getting getting uh basically cleansing them or clearing them i'll put them in water and let them clear out or, or move on the energy and bring them back to uh, a different frequency or more to life yeah that's interesting i have a friend who uh, sometimes she'll take her stones and crystals and stuff outside during a full moon okay she'll yeah li- she'll lay them out on the porch in the light mm-hmm. of the full moon for similar reasons to yeah. what you're describing with the river uh, just to sort of rebalance them and yeah. uh, reconnect the energy. And whether it does something f- physically measurable or not, who knows? But yeah. it has a power. It has it has definitely metaphysical uh, uh, things there for sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, wh- one of my favorite things to do uh, with rocks is, and this one is very physical, it'll be easy to understand, is when you, I have some rocks in my car, I'll put them on my lap when I drive, um, because it's very ungrounding to not be on the ground and move on rubber. <laughs> so it helps ground me to just have it laying on my lap or whatnot. So, but these, anyways, these rocks in my car, when I leave my car sitting, it's a black car. It, uh, especially in the summertime or in the sunlight, it attracts a lot of heat. So the rocks get very hot. Right. So I love using them for, um, I'll, I'll take them, you know, even just to take them and put them in my pocket, that heat is just energy. So it ups my energy because the heat then essentially goes into my body because as we know energy doesn't disappear it just transfers so if i put a hot rock into my pocket it cools down and i gain that energy so that's one of the things i really enjoy doing with it and often and usually i'll actually use it for specific places so if i have like a, a tense shoulder or something like that i can just lay it on there and it'll help relax it um, as well as uh, the diaphragm if you if you get in tune with your diaphragm this is where i really enjoy using it like placing it directly on the liver or on the kidney or on the pancreas or something for me that will be that feels uh that feels stuck or something like that so you know i'll just put it on there and i'll and i'll let it relax it'll help it'll help uh, loosen it up or get it going again just by putting a hot rock onto it yeah i mean i think in in many ways it's a similar principle to acupressure things like that where you're just you're just dislodging a stuck energy field and allowing mm-hmm. it to flow properly and i mean with the hot stone i could see that how you're you're putting a yeah. little bit of extra energy on a spot that's a little bit stuck yeah and that allows it to clear out i mean not dissimilar to a, a plumber using an air ram to unclear a clogged pipe yeah you're putting a blast of energy in there yeah and then suddenly it's moving properly mm-hmm. again and I think the the body is the similar way when yeah. you, you put that blast of energy. I mean, there's a reason that the hot stone massage therapy is a multi-million dollar a year industry. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good analogy with the plumber. Uh, you know, a professional plumber would know exactly where to put 
that plunge or whatever he's doing the same thing if you understand your diaphragm a little bit better or you work with a professional that does like hot stone massage or whatever they know where to place the rocks how to place them how long to keep them on there for and what position you should be in and whatnot else down the line because i like i know this when i when i put it on the right place in my belly for example i can i can literally feel it relax like i can feel I can feel it moving again. I can feel it like loosening up and I can, I have the actual feeling of what the rock is doing for me and how it's allowing me to loosen up and let go. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. It's uh, it's really cool. I, I encourage you to try it. I mean, you can't really put it on the wrong place and get the wrong feeling. Uh, but if you play around with it, uh, what I'm saying is you can't really screw it up. So, you know, play around with it. If you have a hot stone, like getting it from, that's been naturally heated in the sunlight taking it and putting it in certain areas where if uh, maybe somewhere where you have pain if you have like a gut uh, dysfunction or some irritable bowel or something like that maybe you can just put it in the middle of your belly or if you know specifically that it is uh, your liver or whatever it might be try putting it directly on there or even if you have an injury if you have a, a sore knee or especially with neck i guess and shoulder if you have some some tense traps or you're holding some tension in your neck or something like that placing a rock on there and uh, just keep breathing and allowing uh, some of the the energy transfer to happen and allowing it to, to uh, your body to uh, to uptake some of the charge that the rock has with it um uh, see see what it does for you yeah, absolutely. That's that's really cool. Uh, one of my favorite things to do that involves rocks is to go and to give myself what I call natural foot massages. Oh, amazing. Or, I mean, a lot of people who listen to us regularly know I'm not a big fan of shoes. Yeah. Uh, and so I go walking down in the park quite often mm-hmm. without any shoes. And I'm lucky enough to live five minutes away from a park that has a river running through the middle. Yeah. And I'll go and walk on the rocks by the riverbank without my shoes on. Yeah, and it's like getting the greatest foot massage you could possibly imagine, and it's the same sort of thing. The rocks have been in the sun all day; they've had the energy of the river, the negative ions flowing around. Yeah, and as I walk, I can actually feel my feet loosening up. Yeah, yeah, I I love that. It's a, it's actually one of my other favorite things to do with rocks. It's a pretty regular practice for me, and it's actually something that I often prescribe to clients, especially when they they have. A, a lack of time or resources or not a you know not a clear understanding of of certain movement or it's just something that's very easy for someone to do or to to program for someone is to take your shoes off and spend some time on the rocks yeah it's a great great plan even when they're really hot well if they're really hot too hot you may burn yourself but when they're cold like any different type of uh, it, it's good for the body and it's good for the feet your feet will go through that natural adaptation um you know including when the rocks are a little bit sharp and it may hurt a little bit to stain on it that's all good and that's normal for the feet and your body will love that and it'll thank you for it when you do it well that's the thing like you part of it is recognizing that i mean if you step on a, a small very sharp rock Yes, it may cut you, and that's probably why it hurts. Yeah. But most of the time when you're walking on rocks, it hurts because of tension in your feet. It doesn't actually hurt because of the jaggedness of the rocks or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Our feet are well designed to handle rough terrain without any protection at all. Yeah. But when you 
spend the time and you push through the pain a little bit, mm-hmm. you start to realize that as your feet loosen up, the pain goes away. Yeah. And I think it's because the tension is leaving and mm-hmm. things are flexing properly. And yeah. It's just paying attention to that and realizing that the rocks have the power to relieve that tension. Yeah, totally. Uh, it actually reminds me of another uh, um, trick that I like to use with them is because, you know, we talk about how complex your feet are, your hands kind of are too, your forearms and that. There's a lot going on there as well uh, with muscles and tendons and how they the bones and everything interact with each other so it's easy to uh, become misaligned or uh, feel some pain or some tension or or just simply lose strength so you can i have um i I do this a lot with the rocks that i have in my car when i'm driving i'm just holding one squeezing it uh, just you know to keep my body active to keep my shoulders active and my hands just squeezing it and moving your hands and wrists around in different areas you can actually do similar things similar therapeutic things for your hands and shoulders um, when you do hold a rock and squeeze it and move it in different directions as you can by walking on rocks with your feet yeah absolutely that's a great point yeah so like sometimes you know you may have a little i've noticed where i have a little knot in my shoulder um, because it's been out of position kind of thing or an area of, of pain or discomfort um, when you pull that back into the right position, it'll feel better. But if you can pull that back into the right position uh, simultaneously, like squeezing a rock, holding a rock, um, and engaging the the fascial chains down the line through your through your uh, arm, forearm, and hands, it'll help really pull that shoulder back into much better alignment. Yeah, that's that's very true. That's cool. I never thought of squeezing and things like that to get the same effect as I get on my feet, but I'm going to try it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I love having a few different, uh, uh, shapes and sizes around. You can work with different angles and different, uh, uh, different positions. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Rocks, they're just so fascinating. Another cool use that I've seen a lot of people have for rocks is anxiety control. Oh, interesting. And, uh, I've known, at least two or three people mm-hmm. that keep a, a touchstone in their pocket at all yeah. times. Okay. And when they're feeling particularly anxious or when something's nervous, they just put their hand in their pocket and hold their rock. Interesting. That's and, really cool. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's grounding enough to help them get through the worst of an anxiety attack. Yeah. And it's it's fascinating. You know, I... Uh, at certain times in my mm-hmm. life, I've done the, the same thing, not without even realizing mm-hmm. it, where it's just, I'll be walking along and spot a really cool rock yeah, and I'll pick it up and put it in my pocket. And the next thing I know, I'm carrying that rock around with me mm-hmm. and, and just subconsciously fidgeting with it yeah. when uh, I'm feeling anxious. Some people will tell you it's the act of fidgeting with something that does it, but I really think it's the the fact that it's a rock yeah yeah and especially a a rock that caught my attention Mm -hmm. you know i think that you you can't just go to a gravel pit and grab a random rock and be like this rock will help me yeah i think you you have to sort of you have to spend some time walking through a field of rocks Mm -hmm. and well i I think you have to have uh you have to have or or create a certain type of connection yeah with it exactly so if you if you you spend some time and you look down and you look at a particular rock you think oh that's a cool rock mm-hmm. there's a good one to start with yeah you have that connection it grabbed your attention for some yeah. reason 
so so try it so cool yeah i think if we had like a, a gemstone expert on here we could really learn a lot about this kind of stuff and go into a lot of different areas but um i'm not that and you're not really that either lucas so our, our point but we all have that connection to it so yeah. as as does anyone listening um, whether you understand it or comprehend the idea of uh, a rock having a frequency or a charge um, it, it doesn't matter you still have that primal connection and it's still something that you can uh, access today yeah um, with, exactly with, with rocks yeah no you're so right and yeah we're not experts but we are experts of what we experience in our own lives and we have felt the connection so i mean it clearly it's there yeah you know whether whether you believe it or not that's up to you but we i, we, I think we both believe it and i love that idea of having a gemstone expert or a crystal expert come in and talk to us about that stuff but here's something for all you skeptics out there yep let's there's, the, i guarantee you there's somebody listening right now he's thinking yeah rocks don't have <laughs> an energy or a frequency well, let me tell you, it's measurable, it's physics, and it is used not so much anymore, but in the early part of the technology age, mm -hmm. rocks literally controlled frequencies. Now, let me, let me Fascinating. explain. Fascinating. I'd love to hear. You, you may have heard of a crystal oscillator or a crystal radio, or if you've ever played around with a remote con radio control car. Uh, in the old days, you, they had things that you put into the radios called crystals okay. that controlled the frequency that the transmitter and receiver worked on. Yeah. And if you had matching crystals in the transmitter and in the receiver, then those that pair could talk to each other. But if the crystals were mismatched, the frequency was wrong, and huh. those two things couldn't communicate. Yeah, yeah. So it was literally crystals, which are rocks, mm -hmm. controlling frequency of electronic devices and, and it was it, it, it's been wow. used for years i mean yeah. crystals in radio communications like i said until recently until we figured out how to do it digitally and and uh, manipulate frequencies in other ways rocks were the simplest easiest way to do it yeah so if you don't believe a rock has a frequency you're so, wrong. so so it is it, it there's a good chance that what we are talking about is scientific just nobody's done the scientific study yet <laughs> well and lots of people have done the scientific study they just have studied it for the wrong reasons yeah you know they studied it for the purposes of how do we build better radio communications mm -hmm. how do we build better cell phones yeah. how do we build better radios yeah they didn't study it for the purpose of how do we align as human yeah. beings better right which which I, I think is something we did do prehistorically because that's how we built our houses. That's how we built our walls. That's how we that's how we hunted. You know, the arrowheads that we made to uh, to make bow and arrows or the rocks that we used for our slingshots and uh, so on down the line. Like it's something that we have been using, um, you know, for so long and so primarily for so many like uh, purposeful or, or good intentioned ways. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I... I would argue that there isn't there isn't anything more primal than a rock. You know, we live on a rock that's flying through space and we've lived in houses that were built out of rocks mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. eons and we've used like you said we've used rocks for hunting and for yeah. tools and for all kinds like there isn't anything more primal than a rock. They've been here since the beginning of time. Yeah. 
yeah it, it, it's probably one of our strongest alleys towards uh you know uh infinity or the divinity or like the big the higher power yeah exactly and i mean like people describe this un this undescribable feeling they get when they go to the mountains yeah they think it's because it's so beautiful and so Mm -hmm. majestic i think it's because you're standing next to a big ass chunk of rock yeah yeah totally (laughs) i'm feeling it yeah i'm i I love that so much like I, i i load up on that energy i always feel that when i'm standing beside a a rock or a big mountain or yeah yeah and i mean i think part i think that's why it's indescribable yeah because they don't know why they're feeling it but i I really think it's because of the rock and i think just examine the role rocks play in your life Mm -hmm. you know notice how much of the world is built out of rocks yeah you know the the foundations for every house is built out of stones Mm -hmm. you know it comes in the form of cement now, but cement is literally just a whole bunch of rocks yeah. glued together. Yeah, it's a man-made rock. Yeah, well, Na- but, it's, natu- but it's not. Naturally, it's no. not even a man-made rock. It's just a man-shaped Man rock. For- yeah, yeah. Because we True. took natural rocks and then put yeah. cement in there to stick them together. Yeah. But really, the rocks that form the actual strength are real, mm-hmm, honest mm-hmm. to goodness, actual rock. Yeah, and we—it's the foundation of our entire society stands on rock. And when you when you need to build a bridge, you have to drill down into bedrock. Yeah, and like just and the best genre of music is rock and roll. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. it, 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 totally. that, that's I'm being playful. That's not necessarily the best, but rocks are just a huge part of our our world. Yeah, and pay it if if you pay some attention to that you might understand a little better the power that they have over our lives and the power that they uh, they that they hold yeah yeah th- this has been a fascinating conversation and i think it's opened up uh, to a lot of potential areas that we could uh, go into very deep discussions or open up uh, just a simple conversation with you guys we'd love to hear how uh, how you're using rocks out or how you have noticed or are now noticing uh, the the role that rocks play in your life. So if you guys have something, uh, we'd love to hear it from you. Uh, Reach out to us on our Facebook page or leave some comments and get the conversation started. Yeah, exactly. Or send us an email at primalcanadians at gmail.com. Yeah. Or if you or one of your friends is a rock expert or a crystal expert, let us know because I think that would be really fun to do a guest episode with somebody that's really well studied and well attuned to that sort of thing yeah Uh, because i think uh yeah like you say i think we've opened up a can of worms here yeah yeah it's it's um you know when when we started talking about this uh this podcast we realized that rocks really are like they're one of the most primal as we said one of the most primal one of the most fundamental things of uh not just human not just human life but just this whole planet yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll admit that when you first said, I want to do an episode on rocks, I thought, well, okay, this is going to be a short <laughs> episode. But uh, no, it's really opened up a lot of stuff. This is really cool. Yep. Awesome. Well, anyways, let us know uh, what you guys think of this episode. And if you really enjoy it or think it's of uh, value, give us a like, give us a comment, and also give us a share. Share it with someone that... Uh, in your life that could enjoy it or something that would get something out of it yes sharing is caring 100 percent. so until next time keep it primal
Tune in next time for more Primal Conversations.